With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio and the Mind Whisperer. My name is Michael Gordon. Happy to have you here today if you're listening in live. And if you're listening into the archive program, thanks very much for tuning in after the episode has aired. It is Thursday, January the 10th. It's 10 o'clock Pacific time where I am on the beautiful west coast of Canada, in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, we have a great topic today that uh, I hope uh, we get some participation uh, with people calling in or on, a, on the uh chat room on Blog Talk Radio on the Mindful, pardon me, on the Mind Whisperer website. Um, and uh, so today we're talking about love, money, power, influence. What is success? What is the measure of success more accurately? And I've been uh, thinking this morning as I was preparing for the show, back to uh, you know an influential person in my life, and certainly influential people are... Uh, key to how our lives are shaped and the decisions we take. And really, success measured from uh, a variable in terms of strategy and what works and what didn't work, if you look back retroactively and sort of reverse engineer the decisions that got you to where you want to be, certainly the key influential people are um, absolutely paramount to um, influencing the direction you take and getting where you go. And you will enroll and engage those people along the way. Just a quick word of warning. If this call drops uh, into the show, uh, it's, it's a dial-in for me to get on to the uh, Internet uh, broadcast. Um, I will put the music back on, and uh, we'll be back briefly after I dial in from another phone. So we've had some technical problems, and I, I thank you for your patience. But remembering back to a key person in my life was uh, grade 12 English class, and uh, a man named Berzal, and he was kind of like um, Robin Williams' character um, in the film I can't recall right now about the English students. Um, I'm sure somebody will call in with that one. It's an obvious uh, film title that's just failing my memory right now. Uh, but essentially, uh, Bill Barrowsall gave us a, a really great little life lesson And that is the distinction between whether you're a be-do-have person or a have-do-be person. And I have to tell you, at 16, 17 years old, that was uh, an extremely uh, valuable lesson or question to be asked. And so the explanation goes thus, that if you are 
a have-do be person, which is what about 97% of people are, then you have what you have materially in your life. And um, that defines what you do in order to maintain that lifestyle. And uh, whether it's, you know, we can get into the, the minutiae of, of how you interact with, you know, your material world, but basically you have what you have, you do what you do as a result of that standard of living. And that's who you are. So that's the have, do, and be. Now, the other way around to look at it is if you are a be, do, have person, and this, to me, clearly is a more self-actualized person, and that is you are who you are, and you do what you do as a result of that. And as a result of that, you have what you have. So to me, this you know really comes down to the most critical element of success, and we're not going to look at success in terms of measuring uh, comparatively uh, the results of different strategies, you know, empirically uh, looking back over case studies, for example, or statistically, we could do that. But that's an, that could be another a whole other program. And there is a science really to plotting out, uh, you know, the lives of successful people and seeing what characteristics or or choices they made. But for our purposes today, we're really looking at the internal workings and really, you know, in in keeping with the spirit of this show. Uh, this, the essence of our relationship with ourselves um, and how that defines our path in life. And picking up on uh, last week's uh, program or the, the, you know, the, the programs previous, we're going back to sort of our intrinsic um, self-worth. And so the starting point for us to look at success today is really authenticity. And that is whether or not you are operating from a place of intrinsic value. If you if you aren't connected to yourself on a self-valuing, self-actualized um, you know, level of internal worth, then that temp- inner template is going to manifest itself in all the other actions that you take. So it becomes a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. And we talked about in previous programs, this is uh, often what happens in terms of in early development, we are very, very sensitive and vulnerable to uh, having to adapt to what we perceive to be pressures or, um, you know, gaps in terms of the support and the nurturing and the security in our immediate environment that nurtures that unquestionable, uh, you know, self-worth, that you deserve to be in the world just because, not because you're doing anything. Now, unfortunately, if we look at, you know, sociologically our society, the values of our society really are heavily skewed towards material gain, um, towards status, and making your way in, in, you know, in the industrialized, you know, market economy societies. And uh, so your external self-worth really is measured up against other people, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, et cetera. And, you know, there's something inherently there about people like shiny things and we like a, a good standard of living and we want to send our kids to the best schools. But there is a cost when that becomes the prevailing uh, test for how whether we've made it or not. And that goes back to you know what we're talking about in terms of authenticity. So if you read any of the accounts of and and the you know uh, expressions of people who, who have made it in terms of their own goals, they will all invariably tell you the same thing, which is I followed my own inner compass. There was something that I couldn't ignore and that I had the courage to follow through on that despite the uh, pitfalls and despite the challenges that were there in front of me. 
Now, um, before I go any further on that idea of authenticity and, and the self, I just want to put this in context. That, you know, I've kind of been intuitively led in a few directions in the last couple of weeks, and it's been a very interesting sort of journey of discovery intellectually and philosophically. And, and uh, one of those things is to tap into uh, Aristotelian ethics and philosophy. And Aristotle had this concept of eudaimonia. And broken down, eudaimon means good spirit, essentially. It means to be of, um, again, sort of a um, self-actualized, uh, living a fulfilled life. And in, to, to really distill it down, I know there are probably academics out there who would pull me to pieces over this, but I think broadly put, what Aristotle was talking about was a life of happiness determined by cultivating virtue through the pursuit of excellence. So in other words, your sense of life satisfaction and the, the implication it has for a, an evolved society comes down to developing virtue, the, 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 the qualities of character and the contributions to a civil society based on your gifts. And as you pursue your passions and your gifts and develop your virtues, you hone excellence in your life and then society thus you know, becomes greater both of it, or at least you do in terms of a, a person pursuing your own path. So we have to do some reckoning with ourselves to really identify, first of all, who we really are and what's important to us. And so that's sort of the foundation. If, we, if you imagine, we're on the radio here, but if you imagine a, a circle diagram with arrows going in a continuous circle around the perimeter of the, of the circle, the circumference of the circle, as with the starting point for us, if we're moving clockwise, uh, would be the, the internal value as a starting point. The next point along that circle would definitely, in my eyes, be gratitude, appreciation. Because until you can fully appreciate what it is that you have to offer and, and the values that are important to you and where those values might already be in your life, how they may be showing up in the people around you, in the things that you apprise of around you in your life and consider important and relate to in terms of relationship, in terms of um, support, in terms of engagement with other uh, people or in, in things that are bigger than yourself, um, in terms of creativity, until you can recognize those and value them, it really becomes difficult, if not extremely difficult or even impossible later on to fully recognize your own success because you're not connected to it at the, at the, at the root level. So that immediate sense of, of gratitude and appreciation as you're going along the path is critical. And so then as you set your goals from these internal values that are authentic and that are your higher goals, then you'll be able to recognize the gains and accomplishments you make along the way because you can appreciate them. So the classic thing, for example, is with performers or people who are, you know, compelled to be in, in, uh, in the public eye, performers, broadcasters, speakers, politicians, etc. And there becomes this kind of compulsive need to get bigger and bigger and bigger recognition. And the problem is, is that there's an inverse relationship between the drive to receive recognition from a bigger and bigger audience and the internal thermometer of satis you know, satisfaction and, and 
um, the, the, the applause meter inside, if you will. And they kind of work in an inverse fashion. And you'll find accounts of people who have reached the pinnacle of their career in terms of being performers or public figures, and they feel empty inside. And that's because the drive to get external recognition came at the expense of their own relationship with themselves. And they did not know how, because they weren't starting from intrinsic self-worth. No amount of external validation or, or uh, praise could fill that hole for them. And so this becomes kind of a trap for us. So if you identify what it is, what is the outcome of your success? What is it that, that is the essence of what you're looking for? If you're looking for, from an audience, for example, to inspire people or to connect with people or to move people to, to find their own inner talents and, and to fulfill them in the world, then it becomes paramount that you recognize that if you have that impact on one person, just because it's not 100,000 people doesn't mean it's not successful. And when you make that realization, then the rest that unfolds will be satisfying to you. So that's what I call feeling the win. When you can feel the win on the, on the micro level, the macro level becomes bigger and bigger and bigger for you. And you have a bigger impact and you can reach more people. And that's when we see people who can connect. For example, Obama can move, uh, President Obama can move a crowd of thousands or millions on TV uh, to tears with his words. He's a very strong orator and he can do this because he makes a personal connection. And I can guarantee you that he was that kind of a person when he was campaigning door to door, uh, back when he was, you know, um, a student and maybe doing volunteer work and in his family, people will probably tell you the same thing. He's a very compelling person. So let's rewind as the program slows down today, uh, comes to an end. We've got a shorter format. We've got setting your internal self-worth, what's important to you, what really drives you, really having the courage to recognize what makes you unique and valuing that. Then you have the appreciation for where that is already occurring in your life and just the appreciation of, of knowing that. Because a lot of people don't know what, what moves them and what drives them through life. From that, you can set your values and what your goals, you have measurable goals. I want more of that. I want to connect with more people. From that, you're able to recognize when you've made gains and to, again, appreciate incrementally along the way. So in other words, you're feeling the win as you go. And that way you don't set yourself up to, I'll be happy when. Your success is the way you're living. Your whole life is one of joy and exuberance and flow. And that's really what we're all looking for is to enjoy the progress of our life through our life, not just working for the end game result, which is some huge win at the end. That's really setting ourselves up for that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And really the rainbow is the ride. And enjoying all the spectrum and colors of the rainbow and the people there with us. I hope today has been uh, of value to you and of interest to you. It's certainly a pleasure to talk to you again here on the Mind Whisperer. And please, please go on to the website and like our program. We'll see you on Tuesday. And thanks again for listening in to the Archive Show. Be well. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.